everyone, and welcome to the Fertility in Focus podcast. I'm your host, Christina Burns. I'm a doctor of natural medicine specializing in the treatment of infertility via natural and integrative methods. I founded the Naterna Institute in New York City, where my team and I work with women and couples, often in collaboration with Western medical doctors, to guide the path to healthy conception. In this podcast, you'll learn all about your body and everything in the fertility landscape to help you realize your dream of baby. I'll be bringing you the best of advice from experts in the fields of both natural and conventional medicine, as well as the heartfelt and very helpful stories of brave fertility heroes on their path to baby. Let's dive into today's episode. Hi, everyone. I've got a quick and sweet one for you today, special for the holidays. So I get asked a lot what we can have for a sweet treat, basically. Like if we're on an anti-inflammatory cleansing type diet, what can you have? And most of the women I see like to have their square of dark chocolate, but there's no issue with that, that it's high in antioxidants and so on. Unfortunately, I don't totally agree. And so I'm going to spend a small session telling you why and what to do about it. So let's first go into why we crave chocolate. There are a few reasons. One, we surmise, is because chocolate is high in magnesium. And we generally, as women, can tend to be very deficient of magnesium. And so we're reaching for that chocolate to kind of supplement the magnesium. When we are in our premenstrual phase or the luteal phase, we tend to also sometimes get lower mood or lower serotonin levels. And chocolate can actually help to mimic serotonin and release endorphins, making us feel temporarily Uh, kind of uplifted. It can also lead to the release of dopamine, which is our main reward chemical. So like makes us feel kind of like calm and satisfied. You know, there's another side to this too, which I'll get into, you know, the idea of why it's not ideal. But while we're talking about why we crave it, it's generally to like lift our brain chemistry, which tends to kind of slump a little bit after ovulation and getting closer to the period, uh, we can't tend to crave more magnesium because our body needs more of that, especially as we're retaining more fluid. In the luteal phase, that phase leading up to the period, basically like the incubation phase, uh, we're also generally uh, fraught with higher levels of insulin in our system. And insulin is the hormone that regulates blood sugar. And so when insulin levels go a little bit up, sometimes our sugar can actually get low and we get hypoglycemic and a little more tired and a little more lethargic brain fog and, and chocolate's a pick me up. It's got caffeine, it releases some endorphins. So it can kind of give us a little bit of a boost temporarily. The reason why it's not ideal. So this is a lesser known thing and chocolate is high in copper and copper is something that can actually majorly worsen PMS, hormonal imbalances, mood disorders. And so while chocolate has magnesium, which is great, it's also high in copper, which is not so great, especially if you already deal with some PMS symptoms. Chocolate is also highly acidic, uh, which can create a hostile internal environment, uh, not good for sperm, uh, not good for our eggs, not good for implantation. Um, And it's we see this when somebody already has kind of an irritated digestive system. Like for example, if you have acid reflux, chocolate is definitely not your friend. If you have constipation or IBS, chocolate is definitely not your friend. It just worsens the situation. And anytime you're creating more inflammation and more irritation, you're creating a a less ideal environment for both the growth of your eggs and for implantation. 
Chocolate contains caffeine. So we were talking about that boost earlier, which, you know, little bits are fine. But what happens with, with chocolate is that, you know, maybe you had your coffee or your tea or your kombucha, and then you have a couple things of pieces of chocolate. And maybe you have a hot chocolate or a chai or whatever. It's just, it basically starts compounding. Like you end up having more caffeine than you think you are. And some people are really caffeine sensitive. And and it's a lot of the people that are already very stressed, for example, or have high anxiety. So if you are a person with anxiety and you're reaching for chocolate for a boost, what can happen is you kind of feel like it temporarily might give you a boost, but it actually will increase anxiety. And if you are somebody who's already dealing with sleep issues, then I really highly recommend staying away from it, especially um, afternoon or evening. And evening is a lot of time when people crave something because it won't be good for the sleep cycles because dark chocolate is pretty darn high in caffeine. Chocolate is also constipating. And so if you are a person who already has slow bowel movements, then this is definitely not ideal for you. And I find a lot of women's bowel movements tend to slow down in the luteal phase, like leading up to their menstruation or to a positive pregnancy test, for example, particularly if you are on progesterone supplements, the digestive system can slow down even more. So we obviously know that constipation is not ideal. We're retaining more toxins, but we're also retaining hormone metabolites. So like estrogen, for example, if you've been through an IVF cycle and your estrogen went really high, we need to really detoxify that out of your body so that you don't gain weight, have fluid retention, have mood problems, have more inflammation in your body. And um, if you're constipated, you can't get rid of those extra metabolites. We need the digestive system to get rid of the excess estrogens and the excess hormones. And so really, if your bowels are moving slowly and the chocolate is making it worse, you're thinking weight gain, fluid retention, bloat, estrogen dominance, hormonal imbalance, inflammation, all of the things, uh, mood problems. So hopefully this has convinced you a little bit. And I'm not saying no chocolate at all. I'm saying maybe don't make it your daily go-to thinking that it's got antioxidants helping you kind of thing. Uh, You want to treat it as a treat and, and not really have it every day. My solution to reduce the cravings Because you might be craving it from, say, for a magnesium deficiency, then you want to be eating foods high in magnesium, like pumpkin seeds, almonds, cashews, spinach, legumes like black beans and avocado. That will generally help it. Now, if it's because you need to feel calm, you need that dopamine, then maybe you need a little bit more healthy fat. So then we can again go to the avocado, or maybe we're going to go to olive oil or coconut oil or nut and seed butters. If it's an insulin issue and you're kind of like tired and your blood sugar is a little bit low, then we, and we need to raise the serotonin up too. Then we're looking at starchy vegetables. We can do anything from like butternut squash to pumpkin, to sweet potato, to carrots, anything like that will be helpful. You can even do whole grains. I'm not a huge fan of whole grains, uh, for somebody with like a really slow digestive system, but I think one serving per day or a few servings per week is fine. If there's also something happening with like energy and insulin and blood sugar balance, and we want to be eating protein regularly throughout the day too, uh, protein and fat are really important for insulin and blood sugar balance and, and the healthy ones like monounsaturated olive oils and raw, unroasted, uh, sprouted seeds and nuts, for example, are really helpful. So in conclusion, have your chocolate, but just don't have too much of it. And when you do go for chocolate to find the less acidic varieties, you might want to go for raw, the ones that are less heated, the more they're heated, the more the fats are denatured, the harsher it can be on your system. So raw chocolate is a little bit better. And 
I have found some varieties that actually have probiotics in them, which help to reduce the impact on the digestive system. So raw chocolate, chocolate with probiotics, and uh, just to kind of reduce the amount of chocolate and eat more high magnesium foods and eat more satiating foods like healthy starches and healthy fats to curb the cravings and to help you get the nutrition you need without the negative side effects. Hope this was helpful and happy holidays all. I'm really happy you've tuned in and joined the community. And I'm so excited to bring you more helpful content with each episode. In order to make this podcast as helpful as possible, I want to hear your input on what questions you need answered to get you feeling empowered on your fertility journey. You can DM me on Instagram at at Naturna underscore life or at naturally CB to share your most important fertility related questions. And if you're enjoying this podcast, please follow and share with friends. My mission is to help as many women and couples as possible. And for that, I need your help. Yours as always in love and light, Dr. Christina.